Welcome to the Transformed Maternity and Birth Podcast with me, Trista, your host. I am a mother, a wife, a doula, and women's health advocate. I am here to dive deep with you into pregnancy, birth, postpartum, women's health, and all things around being a mom. I'm passionate about educating women on their options, empowering you to love and know your body and getting to the root of the issues that we tend to put band-aids over. I cannot wait to get started with you. Let's do it. friends, this is just a quick reminder that if you are looking for a childbirth education class, that I still have some room in my April class if you are wanting to sign up, as well as May and June, possibly June. Um, I would love to have you if you're Utah, local, want to come learn about childbirth education, learn about embodiment, how to get your mind and your body connected to make a smooth, easier labor process to help trust the process, help Look at your fears and rewrite them so that your process is empowering. If you want to know your birth options, if you want to understand what you can say no to and actually how to say no to your provider, your nurse, how to make it a team effort versus hierarchy, then please come join me in my birth class. If you are not local and you really wanted to come, I also can offer you virtual classes. So please reach out to me if you have any questions. My website is www.tristabirdzell.com or you can reach me on Instagram at tristabirdzell and just send me a message there. Thank you so much again for being here and I'll let you get back to the episode. Bye. Hey Allie, I'm so excited you're here on the podcast. So Allie is amazing. She's a local doula here in Utah County, right? Do you serve Salt Lake County too? Um, yes, either. Yeah. Okay. So awesome. If you need a doula, she's amazing. <laughs> um, so I brought Allie here because she has a couple birth stories that I think are going to be really, really powerful for everybody to hear. And so she's here to share them with us. Do you want to kind of tell people like who you are and a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So I'm Allie. I'm the Embracing Doula. Um, and I kind of got into birth work just, um, because of my second birth experience. Um, and just, I don't know that I would say it was like super traumatic, but I I had a little bit of, um, trauma just like right after it. Um, and then I just, I've always loved birth and everything, um, and then just kind of got uh, heard about people talking about doulas and um, sharing different things. And I kind of got in the rabbit hole of like on Instagram, <laughs> like all of the different things and just like couldn't get enough. And yeah. then found Melissa's training and did that. And I'm a doula now and I love it. And I'm a doula so, now. Yep. <laughs> it's not funny. Like on Instagram too, it's like you go down this rabbit hole and you're like... Yep. Sucks you in. Sucked in, yep. Sucks you in. Awesome. So how old is your first one? Uh, He's four and a half. Four and a half. Okay, so take me back. Four, five and a half years ago, five years ago when you were pregnant, or before you found out you were pregnant, like how was that finding out you are pregnant? Yeah. Yes, so exciting. Um, We got pregnant super fast, so super grateful for that. 
Um, and yeah, we're just so excited. Yeah. Um, I always knew that I wanted to try unmedicated. I had a sister who had one medicated and then one um, not. And just her hearing her experience of how she felt like it was so much better and her recovery was so much better. Mm -hmm. And it sounds dumb, but like the thought of an epidural just terrified me. So that was like a motivating point for me to like try to go unmedicated. Yeah. Um, But I was never, I never really like prepared much. I was just, which I wish I would have. I think it would have enhanced that experience even more. Um, But I read a few articles about unmedicated birth like literally like two or three yeah, <laughs> and just kind of went off of that. Um, and then, and then, yeah, just kind of went for it. It was just kind of like, okay, like I'm just going to try. And if I feel like I can't do it, like I'll get an epidural. Okay. So your like so, main goal was like, okay, like I'm going to go and do what I can. And I'm going to like, what tools do you think that you went in there with? Not much, not honestly. Much. <laughs> um, I mostly breath work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, yeah, just kind of relying on some of the things that I had read in those. Yeah. And I think it, what helped too was just a complete open mind. Like mm. all the articles I read were completely non-biased, which was super helpful. I could, luckily I didn't like run into any like super bad birth experience stories yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but all of them were just like, it's okay. Like if you feel like you need to get an epidural like an epidural Mm. isn't bad like and just kind of yeah just very open-ended open-minded and so that's kind of how I went into it I wasn't like afraid of a certain scenario Mm. I was just very like kind of whatever happens happens which is good and not good in a way right right but um but yeah so mostly just breath work and then just like having confidence in myself that I would know if I needed it or not I guess yeah so yeah that's amazing so take me to labor starting how was that so it's kind of crazy because my husband is getting major shoulder surgery oh shoot um and so it was really stressful those like once I hit 36 weeks and I was getting checked every week and Mm. um everything like that and we were trying to figure out when to schedule his surgery for and um and the week or a few days before I had him I was at uh four like 80 percent I think and so, so four centimeters dilated four centimeters yes yeah and so the doctor my doctor was kind of like if I was a betting man, like, I bet you're going to have him this week type of thing. And so uh, my husband's surgeon, like, agreed and was like, I think you should just plan on her having the baby this week, so let's let's schedule your surgery. (laughs) Okay, so my husband needed major shoulder surgery. That's hard to say, shoulder surgery. Yes, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so um, we... Between, like, getting checked and knowing where I was at and talking with his surgeon, um, we set up a date. Um, My OB had said, like, I think you're going to have this baby this week. And so we called the surgeon and we set it up for that 
coming Saturday. This is a Monday, the coming Saturday, mm-hmm. he was going to get surgery. And so we were really, um, we were really nervous. We were like, we need either this mm-hmm. baby needs to come like in the next few days or it needs to be like a few days after Saturday because we want that like I need him to my husband to be coherent and like right. there and not with On me pain medication yes and, yeah yes so we were just like sending all the good vibes mm-hmm. like doing all the old wives tales <laughs> trying to get this baby <laughs> out yeah what kinds of things did you try yeah. um we did a ton of walking get like the curbside walking we did sex all the random thing I wasn't brave <laughs> enough to try like the castor oil or anything oh, like yeah. that but oh my gosh I'm glad you didn't try that yes <laughs> um but and then just prayed really hard yeah <laughs> and then on Wednesday night um we were just laying in bed and all of a sudden I heard and felt this thing inside my body I so hard to explain like I the only way I can explain it is when you crack your back and like you have that like deep like mm, you know what I'm talking that, about that like that pop. deep crack pop yeah yeah that's what like it felt and I could hear it <laughs> oh my gosh and I was turning my husband I was and like, you were laying in bed yeah yeah I was like did you hear that and he was like hear what no <laughs> and I was like and then all of a sudden he's like he's like okay well like try sitting up and I was like no like I was scared I was like no so he helps me sit up and as soon as I sit up I just start leaking and I'm like gosh what is happening so we like go to the bathroom and it was just like so much water just really yeah just liquid from my water breaking so um so my husband calls my mom is like and my mom's like well, usually like when your water breaks, like you're really close, like you need to go to the hospital now, <laughs> which I know now is not true, but right. <laughs> um, at the time you're like, oh yeah, yeah. okay, crap, yeah. I gotta get there soon. Yeah. Yes. So we rushed to the hospital, um, and they took a while to get like me all checked in or whatever, and then once um, the first time they checked me, I was at a seven. Were you having contractions at this point? Yes, as soon as my water broke, you contractions started. Having started. Contractions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So by the time we got to the hospital, we like walked into the hospital and I was like having to stop every contraction, you know, okay. pause. And we got like a little bit down the hall and then I was like, I can't walk anymore. Oh, wow. So my husband went back and grabbed a wheelchair and we went from there. But, um, but yeah, once, so they checked first time they checked me I was already at a seven and that's they, amazing yeah for your first crazy first baby oh my yeah. gosh and so they were like they came in and were like okay um if you want an epidural like you need to decide now like otherwise it's gonna be too late you wow. can't get one after so I was like okay and I was like well like I feel fine like I, I'm fine like so I think I'll just wait like I'm good and so they're like, okay. So I think them saying that, even if it wasn't true, like made me go into a mindset like, okay, I have to do this. Like I don't have a choice to go medicated anymore. Like this is it. Yeah. I'm going to go unmedicated. So, um, 
And then shortly after that, like they started getting a lot more intense and I was like, mm. Oh, maybe I should have said yes, <laughs> you know, for a second <laughs> there. And then I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, I was, so my water broke at midnight and he was born at, um, three. So it was a total of three hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. So we got so, totally not typical for a first time yes, mom. Yes. That's super crazy. insane. So we, and I had my sis, I had my sister's plan. One of my sisters was coming to record and my other sister who's a photographer was coming to take pictures and both of them were leaving that next day to go on mm. vacation and my sister had to leave by 3.30 to get to the airport on time. And he came at 3 o'clock. And then she left and was like, Casey, I gotta wow, go. Wow, I made my flight. So <laughs> yeah. she got pictures? Yeah, she took, she videoed the whole thing. Wow. My other sister didn't make it, but. That's yeah. amazing. I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're all just like total raw videos. Yeah. Like she, her and her Those husband. my favorite. Like complied it. <laughs> compiled it it. into like a cute one with like music and stuff but yeah yeah, I have I love that I have all of the raw footage that's so lucky I was able to like go back and be like like how many times did I like push and how many like yeah I don't know just like be able to get the time of all of it do you remember that like the pushing like what like emotionally came up for you or did anything come up for you that was like helpful for pushing or did something like I don't know was there any fears my nurses were amazing Mm -hmm. I got lucky with super great nurses um so they they really helped me I relied on them a lot um and I didn't know any different about like forceful pushing and stuff like that so I did the you know regular hold hold your breath. breath yeah um and it was like it was fine. It worked for me and like yeah. probably because of how far along I was and all of that probably helped a ton right. <laughs> with yeah. that. Your baby came down a lot on its own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of it was on its own. But yeah, so you did like the, and just really the nurse's words of encouragement were mm-hmm. kind of what I held on to. Just So they like, were like your doula. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, just like only way to get rid of the pain is to push this, get this baby out. Like you, yeah. you have to push, like you're doing it. Good job. And just all of that. Was sometimes so like hearing that, like the only way out is through. Yeah. It's so true in labor. Yes. <laughs> so true. Like you, like I, I don't know for you, but like I tend to see a lot of moms like hold back once they feel that stretchy, burny pain. Yes. Like, no, I, I can't. But yeah. it's like, no, keep going through it. Go yes. through those doors. Yes. Totally. And, so I love that. How was yeah. so? How was that immediate postpartum for you and all of that? Um. So it was a little bit scary there for a second because he, I don't actually know like how critical it was, um, but they got him out, like laid him on my belly, and were kind of rubbing him, getting trying to get him stimulated, and he just didn't really cry when he came out neither did my daughter so now we just know we, our babies don't cry when they come out yeah, they but come out so fast. <laughs> they're probably in shock yeah. oh my gosh uh but so they were they like took him away and then like immediately like 10 nurses mm-hmm. were in there like 
the NICU team came in were like assessing him. So it was scary there for a second. I was like sort of panicking. I'm like, why is he crying? Like, yeah, of course. My OB was like, he was just like, it's fine. Like sometimes they just don't cry. Like he was encouraging that way. And then he just started stitching me up. And do you remember how um, much you tore? Yes, it was a second degree, but okay. he also um, gave me a routine episiotomy. I was going to say, no, you're not going to say that. Not consented. No, I had no idea. So That's so silly because your baby was coming out just then. Yes. Anyway. Yep. I don't... Yeah, that part bothers me now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No. Now that you know things, right? Yes, for sure. No. Um, but baby was crying after a little bit, or? But yeah, yeah, he was just quiet. I guess he's not quiet now. No, but he's like, I'm gonna make up for it now, mom. <laughs> yeah. <That's funny. laughs> but yeah, my, um, I always tell people like the worst part of my experience was the stupid IV in my hand. Oh my gosh. I hated that thing. Like that bothered me more than anything. <laughs> like get this IV out of my hand. That's funny. Um and the second was just like the like gross feeling of filling stitches. Like oh. not that I could fill it, but like the tugging like made me want to throw up for yeah. some reason. Like that makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like so those were like else. the worst parts. Yeah, <laughs> I would say those were the worst parts. Everything else was yeah. Great. The IV sometimes can be like pinchy and yeah. pulley, and yeah, I felt like I couldn't move my hand, and because it was at like the top of my hand, which is the worst. Yeah, so. yeah. So that's why but. some moms choose to right, like not have an IV if it's not necessary. Yeah, it's because and I didn't even know that was an option totally. then to not have one. Totally. Yeah. So. Like, and so many still don't. And so. Yeah. Just if you're listening to this and you're pregnant. <laughs> it is an option. <laughs> it is an option if it's something that you... Yeah. And also you can be like, is this even necessary? Do I need this? Can you just take it out? Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, sure. But yeah, so how was that like um, postpartum for you, like with him? Um, it was honestly great. Like, was it? It was... Oh, I had awesome. a super easy recovery. What, do you, like what was... do you feel like made, made it an easy recovery like was did you have like a support team did you have a lot of help or um yeah for sure I even though my mom lives down the road from me she stayed the night a few nights oh, and amazing. was just and you know by the time we got home from the hospital and shortly after I was taking care of two babies because my husband had surgery right and so yeah my my parents were a huge help in that and that can um, make a big difference when we have a team a village right so yes helping us totally and we yeah we live in my grandparents basement and so I was able to you know if I needed to my grandparents could hold him while I that's so take nice. care of things yeah <laughs> so yeah I felt like I think that for sure physically I think I don't know. Maybe I just got lucky. Yeah. What does your partner, your husband, like think of the whole experience? Like, what was his like take on it? Have you ever like talked to him about it? Um. Yeah. He thought it was amazing. He was like, really? you can like see him in the videos, and it's like, he's like, 
like almost like trying to do it for me like he's like by my head and he's like holding my head like almost like putting pulling my head forward like and he's just like so excited the whole time and I love that. yeah he was awesome he did he do it. anything that was um helpful for you that you that stands out to you um honestly i i had my mom's hand in one hand and his hand in the other so just and like just like there. squoze them yeah. yeah and he was again just words of affirmation just like you got like yeah. and just like his excitement in his voice yeah. too as he was telling me like you can do this like oh my gosh I see that <laughs> like I was just so excited I love so, that yeah that's amazing so take me to number two so when did you like did was it a conscious decision to get pregnant again or was yes. it a surprise okay yes it was conscious um so yeah um oh, no sorry I know, like, take a breath, okay, transition, <laughs> transition into the next crazy story that I'm so excited for you to share. Yes. So, um, with this one, just, you know, my pregnancy was a little bit harder just because I had a ch another child that I was taking care of. A yeah. Young toddler. And so how, it was how, exhausting. How far apart are they? They're like two years. They're, apart. yeah, two years and four months. Holy moly. Part. So, okay. Yeah. Pretty close. Um, so yeah, I was just a lot more tired, a lot more sore that yeah. pregnancy. I was so ready to get her out of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and because I went early with my son, I was like really hoping to go early again. Like, yeah. because I was like, I honestly just don't think I can be pregnant for the full 40 weeks. Like right. I'm so done. Yeah. So I was really, I was really anxious to get her out. Um, and at our, I think it was, at our 38 week, at my 38 week appointment, um, we set up an induction, um, and yeah, I was still planning to like go unmedicated again and everything, but I was just like, I don't know, just the state I was at mentally, I was like, I have got to get her out of me, like I was just so done. Do you think it part of it was because you went early with the last one and you were like? Yeah, and just I just like wanted expecting. to go as early again. Yeah, which she still came a week early, but <laughs> just not two weeks early. Yeah. <laughs> and like, just, I need to be patient. <laughs> it's hard, though. That, those last weeks, and those doctors can plan that emotion so well. Yes, yes. And, and it's hard for us, too, right? Or we can even be the one to be like, hey, how about that induction? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, it was more just like, I wasn't like super set on it. It was more just like, okay, if it doesn't happen by then, then like we'll think about it type thing. So maybe it was helpful and to my be doctor like, was an like, end in sight. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I think that was it for for sure and I don't feel like my doctor was like super pushy about it I was just kind of like expressed to him like how bad I wanted to be done type of thing yeah. and he was just like well we can always schedule an induction if you want and that's amazing so we yeah. just kind of chose together which was fine but it, I wish I would have had more information like okay but do you know the risks of it too right right, right. it wasn't like really it wasn't like misleading it but it a was a conversation it yeah. was just like hey yeah we have this tool and yeah and sure if you want it but yeah. it wasn't like i really knew anything about it so what we had happened? an induction date set um and yeah whatever so that was on like <laughs> whatever <laughs> monday i think yeah and then like that weekend um i was having consistent contractions for a while but I had never really like experienced like 
the not super intense contractions with my first because I it just, didn't really, like after my water broke, it just went straight to the really intense contractions. Okay. So I wasn't really, I was just like, kind of like, yeah, they're like uncomfortable. Like I just didn't really know. Mm. I was like, yeah, they're like uncomfortable. Like I started timing them. I'm like, they're not going away. I like laid down in bed and I was like, felt like they were weirdly getting stronger <laughs> weirdly weirdly like, these are i don't like i just couldn't figure it out i was like I'm like texting my mom i'm like i don't know like and so she was like well why don't you just go to the hospital like just in case type of thing and so i was like even had like the full mindset of like i'm gonna get sent home and it still kind of hurt when I got sent home. <laughs> really? But I, just because you're just so hopeful. Like, you just, yeah. you want that baby. But totally. anyway, so we went to the hospital. They kept me for um, two hours. And, like, my contract, like, I was, like, having to, like, breathe through my contractions. And I'm, like, not helping myself because I was just laying on the bed. Which, because I didn't know all these other tools, you right, know. Right, right. But, but you had the monitor on. Yes, right? yes, so. and that. Um, and so, like, they were, they were almost, like, now that I look back on it, though, it was more like a, not necessarily, like, a contraction feeling. It was okay. more of, like, a crampy feeling, kind oh, of. Oh, yeah, like a menstrual cramp. Yeah, mm. I don't, like, kind of like a weird, like, some, like, sharp pain type thing. Okay. More than, like, an actual, like what a contraction feels like like that intense like pressure together and then like release type thing okay so i think they were i don't know if they were so retrospect do you think that was early labor probably yeah yeah so i think this was a i think this was saturday that that happened so anyways they checked me usually they say the protocol is one hour that they keep you and you have you haven't changed like dilation then they send you home yeah um, but because they knew my first birth experience, she was like, I'll keep you another hour, but I still hadn't changed. So they sent me home. Um, and I was just like, okay, whatever. Fine, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then did your contractions when you got sent home, did they stay the same or did they go away? No, they went away. So Interesting. they, um, yeah, eventually they just kind of faded out. They weren't super consistent in the hospital, like um, like five minutes, like exact apart, you know, for mm-hmm. so long. It was a little bit more sporadic, um, but Which they were pre- but they were pretty intense, and so I was like, mm-hmm. anyways, um, more prodromal labor. Yes, which is also early labor, early yes. early labor. <laughs> yes. And then the next day, Sunday, we were we were like, I just want this baby out. We were doing like looking up all the acupressure points and just like doing any, and that was actually like causing some contractions. Okay. Um, and so we did that for a while, and then I was like so tired from that. I was like, yeah, sometimes <laughs> we're done. we can wear yeah. ourselves out, right? When yeah. we're like trying so hard to get labor to start. Yeah. There's a quote and I can't remember who says it, but it's, um, basically it's like, you don't need to know, you don't need to do anything to get your labor to start. Yeah. We just need to like, let it be and trust that it will happen when it's supposed yeah. to. Yeah. Like once you surrender to that, like, okay. And I, 
I will take away my control and just let it, yeah. let it take control itself. It could be so hard though. Yes, totally. So after we did that, like some like 30 minute increments for a few times that day, it was just like, okay, I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then Monday morning I woke up at 5am because I had to pee and so I went to the bathroom um, and then like when I was sitting on the toilet is when I like had my first contraction and then I thought you were like oh crap, yeah this is real yeah yeah and so I like stood up just kind of like figuring out like was that just like some like a random like or is this like real right so I like stood up um and went over to the, and just like lay down on the bed for a second um and sure enough like weren't stopping just wow how close together going. were they do you think I mean you probably weren't timing them but... oh I know um I mean a few minutes yeah like they so pretty close. yeah um, and then I went to the bathroom again, TMI, but I like kept There's having no to TMI. poop. Yeah. Which is so, another sign, yes. right? As we know. Yes. Labor so I is like impending. went and then like stood up again and like had another contraction and then like maybe had to go again. Wow. <laughs> and then like stood up and then I was like. Like, my husband's, like, getting stuff ready at this point. Um, and so I get up and start walking to the door. And um, the door's, like, here. They can't see this, but <laughs> it's, like, here. <laughs> and our couch is, like, right here, the back so of the like couch. So, like, five feet? Yeah. So I stop at the couch, and I'm just kind of, like, bracing myself on the couch for a second because my husband was going to check our little boy's monitor to make sure it was working to give to my grandma. So your grandma was, oh, you're still at the basement, right? So your yes. grandma can stay at, yeah. and watch your son. That's such yes. a blessing yes. that they're like, okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so while he's in there, I, I like had just this really strong contraction, like screamed and it act like physically actually dropped me to the ground. Like I had no control yeah. over it. Wow. So when I dropped to the ground, I just kind of fell right in that doorway. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I fell, I was like on my side, bracing this, the doorway. Um, and he like comes out. Mind you, this whole time, my husband is like in so much denial. <laughs> he's like, yeah. as we were walking from the bathroom to the door, he's like literally like pushing behind me, like, hurry up. <laughs> I'm like having to like stop during my contractions. I'm like, don't touch me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, get through contraction. And then when when he came out of my son's room and I was on the floor and he was like, oh my gosh, like what's happening? And he's like, okay, like after this contraction, we're going to go up the, like if we're going to go up the stairs. And I'm like, take my pants off right now. <laughs> and so I like finally like oh hit him gosh. and he was like, Okay. Like, were you feeling like this pressure real. at that point or what were you, do you remember what you were feeling? Yes. I was feeling like I needed to push, but like my water hadn't broke and like thinking in my head, I'm like, you, 
I don't, I shouldn't feel like I need to push if my water hasn't broken right. yet. And like knowing now, like that's <laughs> totally normal for your water to break, like as you're, as baby's coming out, like as you're pushing. But totally. I was just like, oh my God, like trying not to push. And like, I shouldn't be put, like I shouldn't need to push yet. Um, so I was, yeah, I was having the urge to push already. Um, at this point, well, my husband had been texting my mom and, um, cause he had called her earlier when I was like on the toilet and she was like, okay, like let me know or whatever. And she's like <laughs> about to get in the shower and my husband texts her and is like, uh, oh shit, come now. Oh no. <laughs> like, coming. Yeah. So wow. she's like, yeah, she was, lives like down the road. So she got there super fast. Um, actually both my sisters made it too. <laughs> Interesting. That's like, there's this fast family. Which I have no idea how. Yeah. How I mean, they're it? all like five minutes away, but still. Wow. Crazy. Um, that's why I was able to have pictures of it, which oh, was wow. so cool. Because my sister that's a photographer was right. already planning on it. And then she oh, got there. So in time. Nice. She literally got there as she was coming out, like as she was crowning, as she was coming out. So it was super cool. Um, but anyways, my... So you're yelling at him, take my pants husband, off. Yeah, and at this point, because my mom was like, call 911. So he's on the phone with 911. They're telling him what to do. Um, they told him to get a shoelace to tie up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they had more better information. I know, right? It's okay. And the then she okay. was like, asked what position I was in and was like, you have to get her to her back. No. And yes. Oh my God. I, this, this part makes me the most mad because I knew, you know, that intuition, like I, that's what I wanted to do was be on my side, how I was. Yeah. And like, I wish I would have just listened to my body and not trusted that blindly, you know? Even the 911 like, operator. Yes. <laughs> she was like, she has, she needs to get on her, you need to flip her on her back. And when she said that, I was like, no, 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 no. And my husband doesn't know any better either. And he's like, you have to get on your back then. Like, it's like, helps me flip over. So I'm flat, flat on my back now. Um, the... Parrot, we literally live like around the corner from the fire department. So oh. paramedics show oh, up. Dang. <laughs> yeah. And um, so where I was, was uh, there's like a door and like this little, I don't even know what you call it. Like like an entryway? Yeah. To another door okay. that goes up the stairs. And so we, I was in that. So literally there's oh, like wow. no space. Yeah. So we're all just like crammed in there. Is and the door open? Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> so we're all like, they're like trying to get all their equipment in there and they're trying to get in there. And so that, that's like a whole different story. They were no help at all, but no, they typically, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, don't know what to do except for watch. Yeah. And then, but that's all they can do. Yeah. Really, they were, we point. all teased, like they were more traumatized than any of us. Totally. They're <laughs> like, this is the first birth we've seen yep. ever. Totally. Probably and they less. were telling me that kind of stuff as this was happening, no. too, which was not helpful at all. No, that's not helpful. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, um, when, before paramedics got there, my water had broke, and then once they got there, they were like, they were gonna try and get me to the ambulance, too, like, 
when they got there, they mm-hmm. were like, okay, like we're going to transfer you to the ambulance. And I'm like, nope. no, like she's coming. And then like right after they said that she crammed. Oh, wow. And uh, so, yeah, I was like, in this baby is coming. In the entryway, like yeah. in the door, by the door. Yep. And so, um, where was your husband? Was he right next to you? Or was he? No, nope, he was, yeah. Like in he the, was, up in he there. He was there. Yep. Yep. And there was one other paramedic that was by him and then the rest were behind me. Okay. Um, and yeah, so I, I felt pretty alone because he wasn't by me. Like he mm. was taking care of yeah, down there mm-hmm. and my mom couldn't make it in because she got there like right after the paramedics and so she wasn't able to like come and be by me Oh crap! and so I just had one paramedic the only lady that was there and like basically all that you don't she did was like I held her hand and that's about it and then my mom was just like standing right at the doorway you know just like and she was traumatized like her face is in the pictures I'm like oh mom (laughs) And I just remember, like, right as she was crowning, too, just, like, looking ahead. And my dad is, like, I just lock eyes with my dad. He's, like, in the family room back there. And he's just, like, what's happening? Like, I just remember that, like, I don't know, just, like, like that deer locking. Like, deer Yeah. Stare. And so. Wait, your dad was there? Yeah. That's interesting. He wasn't, I don't, I've never, I don't even know if I've ever asked him if he, like, saw anything but he came with to take care of my son right when he woke up because he wasn't expecting and to walk so, in and see yeah. you giving birth and so he <laughs> was I just had like that one moment that I like saw I don't even know if he could see anything because our couch was right there but yeah. I just like locked eyes with him for one second he's probably like my baby yeah my baby's having another baby. yeah <laughs> and then I didn't see him after that but mm. um but anyways, so yeah, my the paramedic that was by my husband like didn't do anything, like didn't like Zach caught the baby and was like wow. asking for things. He's like, Do you have like a suction? Like it's like they what weren't do do? doing anything. Oh and he all he knows is what they did for the first birth for my first birth and like right. watching the doctor, he was very involved and, like, just watched the whole thing very closely and stuff. And so he he kind of, like, knew, like, routine stuff. Like, okay, now do you have, like, a clamp? Like, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And right. they were just, like, like, it was like he was the one in charge of telling them what to do. <laughs> that's, just, that's so crazy. Yeah. Like, that's when, they, when they first got there, like I said, I was completely on my back. Like, not in a comfortable position at all. Yeah. And there happened to be a blanket folded up in the uh-huh. behind the door. And he was, like, asked one of them to grab it to put it under my head. Like, to Aww. make me a little more comfortable. Like, so he's, he's the like, one guy Just ordering everybody. them around. Yeah. So make you more yeah. comfortable yeah that's so, so sweet yeah he was amazing he like he sounds he happened to the week before randomly so I always tease that my family cursed me for this because my first one happened so fast that like my whole pregnancy they were all like oh you're gonna have it at home then you're gonna go so fast like <laughs> 
that type of stuff. I'm like, this is your guys' fault. Oh my gosh, like, you did this to me. <laughs> so I don't know what, like, if it was because of that, but the week before, my husband has a hard time sleeping sometimes, and he stayed up one night just watching birth videos. Really? And so he, I feel like that gave him the some confidence, confidence and some more, like, what to expect. Yeah. Or I when it came that. time. So. It's such a great tool because, like, we just talked about, right, in birth classes, like, sometimes the dads are, like, just thrown in it and we're expecting them to, like, know exactly what to yeah. do. But They've never most been of them, exposed to it before. Right. Most yeah. of them have never even seen a natural, like, a birth before, a, a yep. head even crowning, like. Yeah. So, I love that your husband did that. Yeah. I love that he so much. He saw it all head on and, yeah. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Oh my gosh, that's wild. Yep, and then they... So did they transfer you? Did you yes. stay? Yes, so my placenta wasn't coming out. Um, the lady was trying to do, like, the massage thing on me, but, like, was vocally telling me she had no idea what she was doing. Oh. She's like, I've seen the L&D nurses do this before, and was just, like, pushing on my stomach, like, Oh, no. So painful, like oh, not doing really. it the right way, like nothing. I've seen them do this, so I'm gonna try <sighs> yeah. it. Which I'm sure made me hemorrhage even more. Oh, um, but and then they told me that my placenta was coming out in pieces. Oh no! When really it was just blood clots. Oh good. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's just so many things. So many things. But yeah, so she was pushing on my stomach for like probably mm. um they before they decided to take you to the no hospital. they like like the oh, drive there, the there yeah um just like the whole time and then literally as soon as they got me to D, like the nurse came up did one like gentle little thing and it just slipped right out and i was like ooh, <laughs> so mad <laughs> so like that was awful oh um so the recovery after this one was obviously a little tougher um just because i lost a lot of blood Mm. um and emotionally just like it didn't it didn't hit me for a while so they're they're like got me all stitched up and everything i had a urethra tear Ooh, yeah which totally makes sense because i literally remember just having the thought she is coming out of the wrong hole like she's coming out of my pee hole that's what it felt like wow and I think it was just because yeah, how I was back. on my back and it was just like trying to come up and out. And She made room where she yeah. could. Yeah. So that was, that part was painful. Um, other than that, it yeah. was How was it like, was great, how long but, were you in the hospital? Um, they kept me for a day longer than usual just because they were afraid I was going to have an infection because I developed a fever and because of all the blood I lost they had to like retest it make sure I didn't need a transfusion and stuff like that that. so I wish I would have left sooner but (laughs) yeah oh well um so when you got home how was that emotionally and I don't know how was that um so I had a little bit of like I don't know, you could call it PTSD in the hospital. Um, I So after I had, like, gotten a little bit of rest, they had me all stitched up and everything. So, like, a few hours after she was born, 
I got up to go to the bathroom, like one of the nurses helped me to the bathroom and she was just like kind of warned me like it might sting a little bit because you had a urethra tear. Yeah. Um, and so I, it stung for a second, but it was like, it was fine. And then I, I don't know what it was, but I, when I was in the bathroom, she was like standing right here and I just lost it, just like mm. broke down and she's like, are you okay? Like she thought it was like, cause I was in pain at first yeah. and I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh so she just like held me as I cried on her for a minute and mm-hmm. just kind of like let all of that emotion out. And then, um, that's so important though. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they transferred me to mother and baby, every time I would, um, like that, rest of that day every time I would like close my eyes to try to get rest it's just like I don't know like flashes of like just everything I just like trying to process it I think yeah and I would just like break down in tears just like like so grateful that everything went well and like there wasn't an emergency yeah and um just yeah all sorts of emotions just just like like, overwhelmed yeah very overwhelmed yeah Mm -hmm just like what just happened type of thing yeah what is your husband like when so, he, when you talk to him about it like what does he say um it, it was yeah it was like like I said once I like told him like take my pants off he was just kind of like <laughs> switch on. mindset like oh okay like this isn't possible anymore to get her to the hospital like I'm gonna have to do this so I'm gonna do it which is funny because that's exactly what happened to me like once I was on the ground I was like like that's how I got through that birth was like I just went into like a different world like mindset like oh like I don't have a choice so I'm gonna do this like I'm doing this and Mm -hmm. that's kind of just what I focused on and that's how I got through it yeah yeah because you didn't tear with your first one I did oh you did the second degree yeah we talked about that yeah so interesting I love that though I love like how he just like was like, okay, I got this. Yep. Like I'm, 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 I'm yeah, yeah. So. It was fun. He, he like his name is as the delivering doctor on the no. birth certificate. I love yeah, that. so that's amazing. Yeah. So tell me fun. for future births, if you are having more, yes. and if you do, are you planning on a medicated birth, a med- unmedicated? Um, How are you feeling? About yes, that? my plan is a planned home birth now. A planned home birth. Yes. I That's think so. the only way I'll go now. Yeah. And so, yeah. Which is like with probably birth. weird to some people. Like, how after like that crazy, like traumatic experience? And I'm like, it actually did the opposite effect on me. You know, like it mm-hmm. after learning the things that I know now, it like just puts so much confidence. And like, I was totally fine. Like, yeah. But everyone around me was, like, making it seem like it was such a scary experience when really I knew and felt that it wasn't, you know? And you intuitively... Like, I don't don't ever remember feeling fear. I don't Mm -hmm. remember feeling scared in that situation at all. I remember feeling, like, like, I don't know, like, more, like, intense and, like, this is, like, crazy. Like, I would have never expected this type of thing, but I was never, like fearful that like I me or my baby were unsafe so yeah and I've just always been a very much homebody and I just I love home so I think I will feel 
my safest and do my yeah. best in my house. And who knows, you might end so. up having a un, un what is it unassisted, unplanned, unplanned, yeah, unassisted. Birth. Yes, I know. That's amazing. I love so. that though because like if you peel back and take away the pieces that were traumatic for you, like mm-hmm. what's left, right? Is yeah. it like a mom? who's intuitively listening to her baby and her body mm-hmm. and a dad that's trusting that. Yeah. That's what I hear. Yeah, totally. I love that though. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And your husband's like, game on. Like, <laughs> yep. I got this. I'm comfortable for everything. Yep. 100%. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you yeah. so much. And if there is like, how can people like get in touch with you if they're looking for a doula or they yeah. also kind of can relate to your story and they want to share their story with you maybe. Yeah, for sure. I love hearing stories. <laughs> How, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Connection. Um, so I'm on Instagram at the embracing doula and I am hopefully launching my website here in a few days. So yeah. that'll be, and it will just be the embracing doula.com. Um, so that's probably the best way for now. Perfect. What are any, do you have any like resources that are your go-tos that you like to refer or tell people that you want to, um, books or podcasts? I love the book, The Birth Partner. I'm still finishing it. Um, but yes, I've loved that one so much. Um, and then I listen to the EBB podcast all the time. I love their evidence-based birth podcast. Yes. Evidence-based birth. I love their information too those are probably my top two yeah those are so good so good i love those too um yeah well thank you for being here and like sharing your stories and going through that because i know it can be really heavy to like relive some of those moments and like yeah look through different lenses sometimes and like but as a doula i feel like maybe you're able to look at it through a doula lens as well right yeah different things yeah having a more educated um, knowledge has helped me to process a lot of that too. Just yeah. kind of knowing, like realizing what was happening, looking back, like, oh, like my body was doing that because that's what it needed to do to make space for my baby. And yeah. that's what felt best to me. And in a ways, in ways it's like, Dang it, like, I wish I would have just listened to myself, or I wish I would have mm-hmm. said something to stand up for myself when she was pressing on my belly, you know? Just being like, can you not do that? Like, yeah. but I just, I didn't know or didn't right. feel like I had a voice, I guess. And yeah. I, that's just like my main thing. I just want people to know that they have a voice and they can say no to anything and they're, mm-hmm. they have control and power over their experience. Yeah. And I love that you've had that experience for the way that you can now bring that knowledge and bring your experience and like that, like to your clients now, right? You can help them raise their voice. You can help them teach them about their voice. And I love that so much. So I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're doing this work. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy (laughs) you were able to come and do all this because, you know, like I said, it's heavy work. Yes. That's amazing. So thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. It really means so much to have you here. Thanks for listening all the way through to the end. 
I wanted to give a quick reminder that this podcast episode and past and future episodes should not be used for medical diagnosis or treatment, that you should still consult with your midwife, your medical provider, OBJ Ryan, for all your medical needs, all your medical questions. Thank you so much again for being here, and I can't wait to have you here the next episode.